Let's start with some excellent news about local star of stage, screen and sound, Shauna MacDonald. She's a finalist in this year's BBC Audio Drama Awards. Well done, Shauna. It's for her performance in This Thing of Darkness, produced by BBC Scotland for Radio 4, which is a seven-part drama, each 45 minutes long, which was first released this time last year. It's still available in BBC Sounds. It explores the psychological impact of murder on a victim's family and also on the killers themselves. Shauna plays the grief-stricken mother of the 19-year-old victim, tortured because the alleged killer is her husband. When she first mentioned she was a finalist, she explained, for a girl who's been told she's dyslexic, I'm pretty proud that I'm nominated for an award that's all about your voice and lifting lines off the page. The winners will be announced in an online ceremony on Friday the 26th of March. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Some of you may have been on the prom earlier in the week and witnessed the new public access defibrillator being installed outside the boatyard next to the beach house. Donald Scott, a volunteer with St John Scotland, raised enough money to install the equipment after a heart attack two and a half years ago at Waverley Station. He got help at the scene from a passerby and a British transport police officer who called for help and began CPR. They used a defibrillator to restart his heart while the ambulance was on its way. A year after recovering, Donald signed up to take part in the kilt walk and managed to raise more than £2,000, money which allowed St John Scotland to buy the defibrillator for the promenade. He said he hopes the device will never need to be used, but it's reassuring to know it could save someone's life. Lockdown's been hard for all local businesses, but many people have been saddened by the news that the ice cream shop Monies will close for good at the end of the month. The shop had tried to cope with the different lockdown rules, which resulted in it having to close its doors on several occasions. In a statement, they thanked their beloved customers and friends who have always supported us. Intriguingly, it goes on to say that the business would keep us updated of further developments and decisions. That news has prompted some supporters to ask if it's actually gone for good, and second, if the community could get behind the company to keep it going. But with another gelateria already operating in the high streak, we wonder just how feasible that would be. By contrast, it seems that Chiverino's is hiring staff for its new pizza parlour at the western end of the prom. Prom Slice, as the new place will apparently be called, has been talked about since October last year. Apparently they're looking for front-of-house staff, pizza chef and managers. In their other locations across Edinburgh, the company has managed to adapt to the pandemic, even offering what they call their do-it-yourself kit, yes, seriously, which allows you to make fresh pizza at home. But more conventionally, they also provide a pizza and cocktail delivery service available through their own app or Deliveroo. It's really disappointing to see the vitriol over the Spaces for People programme. In the last few days, a petition has been launched which insists the Council's plans to make the changes permanent are illegal and make some valid and some less substantiated claims about the impact the road alterations have had. And we know that here in Portobello there is some concern about the impact the programme could have on the Older People's Project, which meets at the Baptist Church Hall. The petition has been condemned in no uncertain terms by the supporters of Spaces for People. However, some of the language I've seen online by both sides suggests that no one's willing to compromise. The petitioners seem to think that making the Spaces for People changes permanent is already a done deal. 
But as Kanto Maureen Child's latest newsletter makes clear, there will be a citywide public consultation on the whole programme on which traffic measures residents want to make permanent. She says there's no start date for that yet, but the consultation will be publicised widely to encourage as many people as possible to take part. And just a passing thought from the police. They've been out on the streets of Portobello and the surrounding area as part of Operation Close Pass, educating drivers as to the dangers of failing to give cyclists enough space. But it's not all enforcement at Police HQ because they've also secured funding through the Police Local Partnership and Initiative Fund yes, that's a mouthful, I'm sorry for their Beat Hunger campaign aimed at tackling food inequality in the northeast area of Edinburgh. Launching next month, it will focus on identified groups who already get help from food banks, especially single young adults and families who need additional support in addition to their emergency food boxes. And one little extra will be a recipe book by chef Martin Wishart, which will provide step-by-step instructions and tips on food management with recipes to help those with no cookery skills. And finally, just a reminder that Portobello Community Councils published more information from the two organisations hoping to take over the lease of the Town Hall. Their aim is to inform the consultation here about what we, the community of Portobello, actually want. There's still time to take part to tell them what you think about these proposals. The Council's Finance and Resources Committee is due to consider a report on what happens next in May. I actually had thought it was sooner and must take account of community views and commitment. Anyway, that's what's caught my eye over the past week.